Uh, welcome to Semi Woke. I'm Pranav. I'm Sharia. And this the this is a special podcast where Sharia uh, tries to brainwash me, Pranav, with one new woke concept every week mm-hmm. in an effort to maybe turn me gay. Yeah, no, 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 no. You have to transmogrify into a glitter, uh, not even a butt plug. It has to be one of those. Okay, uh, listen, we started at bug plug, and for me, that was already the ceiling. No, now, no, for no. you, that's the base. Now, you have to be one of those silicone uh, butthole molds, you know, that they do with porn okay, stars. Okay, listen, this is what they call mission creep, okay? What is that? I don't know, but maybe that would be my drag name, actually, now that I think about it. <laughs> but, okay, it started, listen, it started very, you know. It started with, like, I'll make eye contact with a man, yeah. you know? And now it's like, you're a butt plug. No, 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 no. You will reincarnate as a butt plug. Not a butt plug. A mold of a gay porn star's asshole. you never seen those? Uh, no. Listen, this is this is a podcast for the kids, all right? Let's That's just keep it clean. <laughs> Please don't let this be a podcast for the kids. We're on Disney Podcasts. Uh, <laughs> if they did. <laughs> It'd be great if they did like a Kids Bob version of podcasts. At some point, this is just going to devolve into like us unboxing toys. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But there'll be dildos and shit. <laughs> Pocket pussies. Uh, anyway, this is the first... Uh, this is the first gay and and straight collaboration since since Darren Chris and Ryan Murphy. Okay, I don't know as usual who what, what she's talking about, but I'm gonna run with it. I'm rolling with it. Darren Chris, I can't. Oh, also, Darren Chris is straight. Um, I know everybody. I mean, I feel like some people knew that, but is I he? did not. Because you know who he is, so now I'm. I think that alone makes him kind of gay. He was because uh, <laughs> that's okay. true. That's fair, and he's like he's very theatery. You know what? He's one of those straight guys who's very like who's into taking it in the butt. And <laughs> that's exactly, exactly. Okay. <laughs> like straight theater guys. Um, no, bless him. Uh, and Ryan Murphy. He this is kind of ties into our subject today because uh, he played Andrew. Oh, in the Versace limited series, Ryan Murphy. And it's actually great. And he's fantastic in it. He's fantastic in it. And he's also not only is he straight, but he's half Filipino, which I did not know. Okay, well, that makes it because Cunanan was half Filipino. We're going to get into all this. Let's start with a little prayer, please. Um, Oh, God. Oh, God. God, please, God. Oh, God, please. God. <sighs> Amen. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yes. That's, yeah. Okay. That's, that's like me with period cramps. Is <laughs> that's, that's, listen, I, you know what? Life is struggle. Life is pain. Um, that was just a lament for me to keep a gun out of my mouth. Yes. No, I'm kidding. Trigger warning, guys. <laughs> no, please don't. We no, just started the podcast. You can't. I know. That's true. <laughs> that is true. Uh, okay, so uh, welcome to the Semi-Woke Podcast. Uh, What's our topic for today? Our topic... So usually this is an opportunity for me to brainwash you yeah. to be more woke. Yes. And actually, the turntables have... You can't you can't get fooled again. And so... <laughs> <laughs> this one, we're, we're turning the turntables. We're going to go after me. It's We're going for Sharia. Me. We're talking about Read Sharia's me. bad habit with true crime. I love true crime. Now, you obviously, you were like, maybe we need to talk about this. So why don't you tell us why you think this is something that needs to be talked about on this cut? Why do you think you need to be brainwashed out of this? I obviously have my opinions about true crime. I'm also a fan and consumer of true crime. Exactly. Yes. Uh, but you have read me a little bit mm-hmm. about the way in which I consume the 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 t- like you you kind of deal with the big true crime. I'm here for like all the like micro like the family annihilators and the yeah, dude. Listen, I go for like bigger. I'll watch like the Dahmer movie, yeah. right? Or I'll, if I go on Hulu, here's here's the thing that here's the difference between you and mine. It's algorithmic, right? Yeah, you'll follow the algo and go deep with it. Yes. I'll watch one thing. It'll be like I'll watch on Hulu. Like, hey, here's something about Ted Bundy, marquee level true crime yeah. story. Something the whole family can enjoy. Yes. You know, the Manson family, yeah. right? And then next thing on the algo gets you, then they're like, if you like this, you might like molested by someone I trust. Like literally, yes. You know? Yes, that is Dungeon a- Diaries or whatever the fuck it is. Molested by someone I trust <laughs> is definitely a show on ID Discovery. It's gotta be. It's definitely. That's an ID Discovery <laughs> yes, title. Yes, For sure it yes. is, right? Because I know true crime and I see 
And sometimes I'll go in there and it'll be very specific. You know what I mean? Yes. Catfished and fingered on Discovery ID, you know? (laughs) It's like that's the level. They get really granular. I'm into the true crime where it's marquee level. Grand crimes. Huge crimes. But then they're like, hey, Cindy from Dubuque, Iowa had a stalker. We're like, no one gives a fuck about Cindy (laughs) except for her stalker. Now we're all Cindy's stalker. You know? Wait, yes. Wait, yes. But, okay, so you were right, and you were right about me, because I do, like, I prefer almost to this point, like, I like all of it. I I, I want to know all of it. But I prefer the more granular stories about, like, just, um, you know, I, the family annihilator thing. That's like the thing that yeah, I. What is family annihilator? Oh You're God. using it like it's a common phrase. Oh, by the way, trigger warning for the whole thing. We're going to be talking about true crime. That's that's it's it's not good. It's not fun crimes. It's not like parking crimes. Yeah, trigger war- If you're not a white woman, you might want to tune out. Okay. <laughs> no, wait, we're going to talk about this because the black girls are getting more, or the black girls are expressing their interest in true crime more. And I love black true crime. Shout outs to Sisters Who Kill. They, okay. It's a great okay, podcast. We, gotta get we into should that. listen to it. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, anyway, like, what was I saying? <laughs> Uh, well, you were starting to talk about your own re- yes. family annihilators. Oh, what family the fuck is family annihilators? So family annihilators. That sounds vaguely pornographic. <laughs> no. Oh, okay. No, it, it sounds va- like it sounds like it could be a Pornhub channel. Oh God. I'm not, not in a good way. Speaking of true crime, uh, really? Yeah. No, they're they're doing they're getting better, right? No. They're getting better. No. How can they ever get better? We'll, we'll talk we'll about this another it. time. Um. We will. Um, <laughs> <laughs> write that down. How menacing. <laughs> oh, we will. So family annihilators are the usually men, but I think there have been a few women uh, family annihilators who kill their entire families in like a mass killing. Okay. Um, and this is like a very, not very common. It's not like every day, but it is a, it's a pretty common. It's like usually the end of a domestic debu- abuse situation. Domestic yeah. Violence I mean, situation that does usually ends be... in a family can can usually is what is is with. see that is so sad. It's so sad. That's a, yeah. I this remember the good old days when sleep. a man would kill his whole family just because of financial issues. Really, you know, he's really, like, we can't afford food. Right. It's time to go, everybody. Wait, that's also the second reason why. That's the thing I always remember hearing about. The dude would just. Some like Hemingway type shit, you yep. know? Yep, 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 yep. Capitalism. Capitalism. That's another thing when you listen to true crime. Okay, wait. Mm-hmm. So are you going to take me to task first or am I going to defend myself Well, first? I mean, look, here's the thing about true crime. True crime is darkly pornographic. Mm. Okay? Mm. Here's my my read on true crime is that it is very darkly porn- pornography for women. Prim- <laughs> primarily for women. What is that everyone's theory? Okay, why? I Well, you're going to have to help me understand why because I, I think there's a bizarre titillation to it. Listen, the same reason why I love playing violent video games as a straight man is the same reason and this is the binary this is the this is the binary on the surface level of human interactions right where it's like we like to be aggressors and women say it we will fucking end this podcast (laughs) today this is it say it it. and women are the explore media related to being the victims why do you think that is because more women are more likely to be the victims and men are more likely to be the aggressors but, or like, but men are also uh, uh, victims of true crime. Uh, a lot of the hold times. Up. Hey, <laughs> some of these bitches be acting too bold with the poisonings. The, Women's are out is. there drowning their kids yes. in a lake. Oh, yes. Okay. Oh, oh, listen, I love, <laughs> not love. Don't act like some demented bitch on computer cleaner or whatever. No, 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 no. I Who love- hasn't fucking... No. Yeah. Female murderers. I'm. I know about them. I know women's. Traditional. You guys MO. have it easier in that way because you have a sexy and femme fatale. Ooh, sexy. Bell Gunnis is no one's sexy. Who's, femme who's Bell Gunnis? <laughs> <laughs> this sounds like a made-up non-binary person's name. Okay. This is totally the new special by Bell Gunnis. No. Although she did exist out of outside of certain gender binaries. Okay. Because she was like a big. 
brick shit of a woman who oh. killed a bunch of fucking dudes. She was a brick shit thick woman, but she, men loved her. Who she, is this person? She was like a farmer lady. She was like, what? she's one of the few. Okay, what was her crime? You're giving me Serial everything killers. else. Like, she had oh, a side seven killed, sneaker. She killed people. She was a farmer. She killed like, what people. was her crime? It's not just about the crime. It's about the person within. <laughs> she was serving cunts, you, whatever that means. She, yeah. <laughs> she kind of was. She was uh, she kind of was a little bit. A little bit. A little bit. She was just like a big brick shit house of a woman who killed men who she they they went for her. They loved her. She mm-hmm. beat the shit out of them and she often stabbed them. She killed them. She poisoned them. Right. She just made sure they died. And she did it all while being a bad bitch. No, I'm kidding. She was not a bad bitch. <laughs> she was really evil. She, she broke the glass she ceiling broke the glass on murder. Ceiling. She kind of did. She's one of the first uh, uh, female serial killers. Like Really? What, what, were, what years was she operating? What, what's uh, Be- Belle Gunness' time? Bell Gunness. I mean, that's an old timey like sound. Yeah, it's name, definitely actually. not the '90s. It's, 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 that's like a 1950s farm woman. <laughs> no, not 1950s. Bell Gunness. Um, she was in like 1884, 1908. That's old as hell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, she's, that's OG. Yeah, she's an OG. How did she's she? What was her? What was her mo? Like, how did she kill people? Well, she she would marry them usually. Okay. Get their money. Oh, so she was a black widow. She was like a black widow. Oh. Yes, she was like a black widow. Um, how'd she kill them? How'd she kill them? That's always charming. Um, but you see, they, you guys get all the cool names. Black Widow, Femme Fatale. I don't yeah. agree with that. I think we should start calling them serial killers. Well, give them know. what they would give them what they, oh. and I don't like most serial killers and I don't like her, but I will say she made points. Eileen Warnos. Eileen Warnos was Cat or your our uh, my friend and and uh, Maureen, his Maureen. Yeah. Uh, she has a T-shirt that is like Eileen uh, Warnos, like Hillary Clinton, and it just says "I'm with her." <laughs> That's incredible. <laughs> That's incredible. Eileen Warnos definitely the lesser of two evils between her and Hillary Clinton. Just got to put that out there. Who okay. has more blood on their hands? Eileen Warnos or Hillary fucking Clinton? Hillary Clinton's way more evil. Absolutely. Absolutely. Eileen Warnos. Eileen Warnos was standing up for all the Florida fours out sort there. Of. You know what she I mean? She was a victim. She went. I think she. She was a victim. I think the first murders were probably like cause sex workers, especially the yeah, type of sex she work was, she was doing. It was doing. defense. It, yes. It, I think it was self-defense. Yeah. And then I, then I think. It was just like any man. And then it was like robbery, though. <laughs> yes. You yes. know, it was like it was like psychosexual, like yes. post-trauma, post-traumatic yes. stress. Yes. And then robbery. Yes. It was a combined motive. My theory about this is that women cannot be serial killers. Excuse me? Yeah, they can't be. Why? They can't be. They can't be. Why? Uh, there, there's a libidinal aspect to it, which is solely in the realm of males. So, for instance, look, you can have a woman who consistently will murder, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, and you'll have a Bell Gunness or a Tip and Taylor Green or whatever non-bike name you're going to throw at me. Taylor I don't Green. know. <laughs> you know. <laughs> female serial killers and queer comics. Tip, Tip and Butch coming. I don't know. <laughs> but, look, actually, here's, here's what describes it, right? Is I have a joke that works about 10% of the time. Are you canceling me right now? Yes. Is that why you're on your phone? Yes. <laughs> I have a joke that works maybe 40% of the time on stage, and I'll tell people it now. Which is that I don't like serial killers who use a gun. I agree. Yeah. Okay? Serial killers who use a knife, strangulation, beating. I get it. It takes passion, commitment. I understand it. I don't mm-hmm. condone it. I understand it. Mm-hmm. Every time I hear about a serial killer who uses a gun, I'm like, did you even come, I bro? Joke. Seriously. Did you even bust? <laughs> did you even b- A gun? That's incel shit. Okay? Go shoot up a high school or something. Serial killers bust nuts, not caps. Boom. Okay, but that's so funny. Thank you. <laughs> that is such Thank a good tag. I don't think I've ever heard that tag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a good one. Thank you, that Sam. Yes, yes, no. I no, love no. that. I know that's when a white right. male comic who's into dark shit claps, I'm like, I really hit it. That's right. We're gonna get some complaints. Um, <laughs> Listen, but that is why women cannot be serious because there's a libidinal component. Nope, to it. because there have been sexually motivated lust killers. Uh, uh, Gene Weber. Okay, so you're having to dig into the archives of some randos. But the reason why we have to dig is she strangled multiple boys. uh, Is this a cis? Yes, this is a cis woman. Yes, yes, yes. There haven't been a lot of trans. uh, I'm not saying there are, but I mean, if there's any 
Is there's any? We're gonna make any trans people know? No, no. <laughs> trans women. I mean, look, we just killers. had a, a, our first trans shooter, a trans mask. Yeah, if, but he's still a man. But that's my point. Day, he's still a white that's, man. That's my point. <laughs> that's, that's one my, of y'all. This is my point. It's like this is kind of a win for the trans community in many ways. Uh, because what more evidence do you need that a trans man is just a man? School shooting. Okay, I mean, wait, did it. This is the last episode now. No, so. why? <laughs> why, Sam? Do you think that's beyond the pale? I mean, look, by the time this episode airs, it's going to be out of the news cycle. That's so fucking sad. That's I know. The and it's 100% true. <laughs> oh, yeah, right. And it's 100% true. Okay, wait. Let me, let me uh, prove you wrong. So, first of all, so you should know this. Carla Homolka. I know Carla Homolka. She's, she's out there living it up. In mo- the- she sure is. Say, living it up. I don't know. She, so, she's a sexually motivated okay, killer. I got to stop you right there, Sharia. I know all about Carla Homolka and Paul Bernardo. Okay. So your boy Paul. is a your, Paul was a section. She was. I mean, well, listen. First of all, was she bussing? Yes, she was. I mean, look, we can't get into the gnarliness of her crime. She killed her own sister. She's a horrible, she's a horrible fucking woman. horrible nightmare. Horrible. She's on tape, like enjoying it. Right you know now, I mean? she's on a beach somewhere. Yes. You know? All right. So let's exclude teams. We're talking about early murders. Gene Weber. Right? We Who got, is Gene Weber? This is an early 19th century silly, serial killer. This is some killer. revisionist history. This is not revisionist okay. history. You're I'll bet you she wrong. was at least a flapper. She was at least a flapper. <laughs> okay? Like, no, no. she was there and the... It was earlier than that. It was earlier than that. She used to find young boys and strangle them. Uh, the, okay, the, but who doesn't the want... Jane Toppin, the nurse that... The, the nurse that, like... Uh, Jane Toppin, yet another... <laughs> Jane. Jane Toppin is a great... Toppin. Great porn star Toppin name. Jane is a total... a stud... Lesbian exactly, it was such, it's right there. So oh, Belgunis, Jane Toppin. I mean, come um, on. There's also this is a new one that I actually have not heard of. Is Gwendolyn Graham and Catherine Wood? Uh, they used to they ran a nursing home. They used to play these the sexual games, and they used to kill their patients while they were like like choke their patients to death while they were uh, sexually assaulting them. Okay, you know what? Let's let's tone it down now. <laughs> you. It's See, my fault. Because you're cred- wrong. Fa- no, it's because a- you're wrong. And if anything, I don't contend that I'm wrong. I I, I have to forensically examine each of these cases. <laughs> but you know, you're you're right. I probably I, I could very well be wrong. It's your own gender binary, your own gender biases. <laughs> you know what I'm like? That you know what will ultimately get you killed by a sexually motivated female serial killer. And that's <laughs> called it. feminism. That's called victim blaming. <laughs> okay. Well, that's what that's called right now. If you want- are you saying that I'm asking for it? You kind of are. Okay. Look bitch. what you're wearing. Let's, <laughs> first of all, can I just say that I love right now that right now we are having an argument about representation in serial killing? <laughs> I'm like, there are no women to You're like, there have been plenty of women serial killers who have been erased throughout history. That, and literally, yes. And you know why? Are you going to do like a Howard Zinn style history you of female serial right. killers? We're reclaiming a woman's history of serial murder. A woman's murder. history of serial killing. <laughs> because it's time. It's time. We, what's what's next? Like genocidal man. You know, everyone gives credit to Hitler, but it was really Eva Braun right. who was really making all the decisions. History wants to erase, <laughs> but Eva Braun was serving genocidal cunts. Before John. <laughs> Who can actually claim that? Who could? uh, Ava Braun. Ava Braun. Ava Braun. Genocidal cunt. Um, (laughs) Wait, wait, no. But this is a thing because I think, and I know that's fucked up, but I think we often treat like Ted Bundy and Dahmer and all as like heroes and geniuses and special white men who do and it's almost like they're innovators like they're pioneers or uh, truly but they've been doing what, what men have been doing all along it's just killing us it it's just white men i used to be the same i used to be like white men are dangerous and they are mm-hmm. right uh, they are but you know who else is dangerous we are we have power in this world, and sometimes we use that power for evil. And it's good to be reminded of that. And that's why I like Sisters Who Kill, which is a good podcast okay. that literally all they do is guys black do not women go. Just murders. stay with Semi Woke, okay? Don't go cross promoting other podcasts. <laughs> you know what? Honestly, they do not need the promotion. I know they're they sound amazing. I'm gonna check them out. They're, they're great because they like I. I feel like representation matters, and I feel like I need people. People are really rude to me. They try to touch my hair. They talk to me mad disrespectfully what if i'm a 
murderer? What if I'm a serial killer? Huh? You don't fucking know just because I'm not a white man. Huh? Okay, are you going to be, are you going to write a movie about the first black female serial killer who's just responding to people touching her hair or wanting to touch her hair? No, that was already made. It's called Swarm. <laughs> I didn't actually see Swarm. Okay. I didn't see Swarm. I don't even know what it is. but It's Donald Glover's new... That's right. Yeah, it's very new, right? Yes, I got to check it out. You got to check it out. Um, no, no, and that, and and then also like you know, I think we need to know that at the end, because people are, you, we need to see the humanity in one another, and sometimes humanity is dark and twisted, and so maybe I don't know. I'm just making an excuse now because I love true crime. <laughs> yeah. So I want to talk about this. Why are you so? Why are you so obsessed with true crime? I don't really know. I've thought about it a lot. I think what it is is I have anxiety. I have generalized anxiety disorder. Um, And I have also, I have like a lot of different things, right, Mm -hmm. that are related to trauma. And I think a lot of people move through the world as if everything is okay. And I have never moved through the world like that. Uh And I think the, I often feel crazy because of it. And sometimes knowing about the like constant worse baseline darkness makes me feel less crazy about my anxiety. Right. You know what I mean? It makes me feel like, listen, I'm right to be, cra- I'm actually, I'm not crazy. I'm right. Uh-huh. <laughs> so it affirms it your worldview it pretty does, much it as an anxious person. It affirms my worldview and okay. it affirms my mental health state. Okay. <laughs> okay. Is, is that a good thing? The answer is no. No, I don't know why you're deliberating. I, that was a rhetorical question. The answer is no, Sharia. It's not a good thing at all. Okay, it is not a good thing at all. But I think what I think what you're describing is probably very common among. Mm. Now, I am also actually a fan of true crime, mm. and I actually always have been. And I feel like this is actually this is my most strong feminine aspect as a dude. Because I used to before true crime was like a big thing. I used to go on something called CrimeLibrary.com. Oh my God! Yes. Do you remember this? Yes. I mean, this is going way back. Yes. It's like 15 years ago or something. Yes. 10 years ago. I used to go on tri- cr- uh, CrimeLibrary.com, and I would just get lost, you know, in, yeah. in this website and just learning about all kinds of grisly crimes and horrible things. And I was obsessed with serial killers. And then I realized if I looked at my astrological placements, it's because I have the astrological profile of a serial killer. What? Yeah. This is so gay. If you look, there's there's an amazing. It's not gay. <laughs> it's straight. This is so gay. Gay. Like, actually, <laughs> I'm most compatible with Eileen Warrenos. It's kind of funny. Listen, if you look at like the astrological breakdown of serial killers, they're all either Virgos or Sagittariuses, mm-hmm. with a sprinkling, I think, of Libras too. Mm-hmm. And Pisces are in there as well. Pisces are in there. They're a bunch of fucking crybabies. Yes. Um, <laughs> And and I am a Virgo Sun Sagittarius rising mm. Uh, mm. Libra Moon, mm. and of course there's other placement. But I remember seeing a chart that somebody was circulating of like the astrological signs of some of the most prominent serial killers, and I was like, oh, <laughs> wow. hello. I just saw an empty slot that said Pranav Bihari. Yeah, but but also. Beyonce is also, I think, has your similar astrological, right? Am I wrong? I could see Beyonce being a serial murderer, I, And she would be so good at it. Slay. And she would literally slay. She would literally She slay. would do it so well. She would be so prolific. She would be the most prolific female serial, serial killer, period. I mean, I'm not And they convinced. still wouldn't give her her due. They still wouldn't give her a documentary like, series. like, Jay. Jay really killing it. <laughs> Jay really killing it, though. Yes, because he, like... <laughs> Did some vehicular manslaughter. <laughs> that whole relationship is bizarre. If we can just take a quick interlude and just... And just piss off the Illuminati real quick? Okay, yes. yeah, you know what? Never mind. <laughs> I'm bizarre in how amazing they are. Back to our regularly <laughs> scheduled programming. We already went after Hillary Clinton, okay? We can't go after... This is now we're taking to kicking it you up a what? notch. I'm more scared of Beyonce than yeah, Hillary. Yeah, 100%. Because Hillary couldn't even make herself president. So, mm-hmm. like, Beyonce could do that. For sure, Beyonce Beyonce basically is president. Yes. You yes. Know? I agree. Yeah. Um, okay, wait, can I defend myself about this, though? Because true crime has saved my spirit a lot of the times. Your sometimes, spirit? Yes, like sometimes there is a, there's so much, you can find hope in true crime. You can find, like one of the reasons why um, I, I traveled to Asia, uh, for and I like live, went laugh, and started love. doing, uh, I did my, my white girl, Live, Laugh, Love. I, did, I, I, I went, I did the yoga and the meditation. The reason why I decided to do that is because I was having a mental breakdown. And I was watching Dateline with, uh, you, uh, you know, Keith, uh, 
Keith Morrison. I love him. I love that man. And it turned out Sam murdered them both. Yes! And he's so poetic with his mystery. (laughs) Over the And then he fingered her behind the dump. No, he does not. He would say that way more poetically. (laughs) Anyway. I'll have him a chicken sandwich. (laughs) (laughs) Have you seen uh, What's-His-Face's... Parody of, of Keith Morrison. No, I was uh, very excited about mine just now, and you're upstaging it. Yeah, there's a better one out there. Um, <laughs> so wait, so he does this one, and it was um, it was about this guy, and he murdered this young girl, and he threw her in a dumpster, and he was just like walking around free. Very he similar to not, what I just said. Right yes, now. yeah, kind of. He murdered a girl. He they put her in a dumpster. He set her on fire. It was really sad. Oh my god. Yeah. Wait. And so then then he he's free. He's free. He's doing fucking interviews on fucking uh, TV and shit or whatever. This guy, Travis something. And so he then Travis follows. Scott. It is Travis Scott. No, it was a white <laughs> man. And so he follows this woman. This is this woman, Lydia Tillman. Uh-huh. He follows this woman to her house on, I think it was like the 4th of July. He follows this woman to her house. She's home for a little bit to take care of her family or something. She goes to her house. She goes to her apartment. He follows her into it. He, all right, whew, let's get ready. He um, he beats her so bad that he breaks the bones. Okay, trigger jaw. warning to everyone. Yes, yep. to everyone. He sexually assaults her. Then he lights her on fire. Okay. Lights when are we getting the part apartment. where this redeems you? Yes, wait. <laughs> so then he lights the whole apartment on fire yeah. and he leaves, assuming yeah. that she's going to be that she's yeah. dead. She miraculously get, gains consciousness, jumps out of the window, lands on the floor. And the fire department, firefighters are to put out the fire. Uh-huh. And she gets up and she grabs what the, and she's like, please help. And then passes back out again. They had to put her through so much physical therapy, blah, 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 blah. But she survived. And she had fought him so bad that the, the DNA, DNA under, under her fingernails, fingernails yep. was what finally caught him and brought that poor little girl's family justice. And so then during his sentencing, she had to relearn how to walk, to talk, to write, to do everything. But for his sentencing, she like still had her jaw wired shut. But um, her father read out her uh, statement, her vi- her witness statement, her, her victim statement, and she's like, "You ha- must have been so in so much pain to inflict this much pain on the world. Like you, like I I have to forgive you." Because Lydia Tillman says Lydia Tillman says this, and then Keith Morrison is dumbass. Why no? And then Keith Morrison is like, why? How? Before you're even fully healed, and she finally can talk now. And she's like, well, when I think about it, Travis. She finally can talk now. That's fucked up. Yes. Okay, go keep going. Yes, I know. She was literally her jaw was still not working. She could talk. She can walk. She do everything. She was like, I uh, Travis chose hate and fear. And so I choose love and peace. And that is why I I'm win. Victim. No, she wins. And then the reason why she was, she said I, it was so hard to get to that place. But the way she did it was through meditation, was through yoga, was, was, and, and like, you know, okay, pushing well, now that body. you're bringing up Indian shit, it's a little bit more redemptive. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why she was able to forgive this man who literally did so many horrible things to her. And I was like, I gotta go do me some fucking yoga. I gotta do me some some meditation because Travis is now doing that shit. No, I said oh, that. Oh, you? Okay. I said okay, that. No, that nigga's in jail. Okay. He's he's in jail. He's in prison. Oh, so that's what got you into it. That's what got me into yoga. That's wow. why I traveled to, to Thailand and everything because I watched that Dateline. You were such a middle aged woman. 100%. That's like some shit my mom would do. Woman. I'm a middle-aged woman and I'm a little girl. Yeah. You're a woman. <laughs> You're just a woman, actually. You're not even middle-aged yet, but that's like such a thing my mom would see like, and I see, and then she chose love and she'd see it on Oprah and she's like, that's why I'm gonna do yoga. <laughs> like that's the kind of, that's that's such like a suburban mom ass story. <laughs> and, and that is not justify all the bad karma we're ingesting from watching all this true crime dark bullshit. Because I'm a dark motherfucker, and that's basically why I watch true crime. Mm. It's because I have a dark side, and it feeds my dark side, mm. okay? That's why I play violent video games. Ugh. I don't like that. What? 
I don't like to see violence in front of me. I can hear about it. I can hear stories about uh, it, but I don't like to see. I, yeah, when you you couldn't even watch games, me play Resident I Evil 4 last week. I hate that shit. Week. It's so horrible. It's like blood, and you can hear. Ah, yeah, I, know. I felt so bad because you were just sitting there, and I wasn't even actively playing, and there was just like <laughs> sounds. Ugh, I don't like I don't like that shit. I don't like that. And I don't like violence in like movies. I, I like think look, every shit. every form of media in my opinion, like visual media, narrative media is pornography. This is my this is my contention. It all it all gets down to some deep libidinal shit. Okay, Camille Paglia. I don't know. Is that the, is she? I know she's a real one. Is that something she she's said? She's not a real one. She says, "Well, she's kind of real." Like, I don't know enough about she her. Says, so she's, don't fucking cancel me. She's the one that's like her. all all heterosexual sex is rape, which is real. That is true. <laughs> that is true. It's true. Of course, it's true. It's funny. Why is it true? Well, I mean, if she already said it, why even go on? I don't necessarily listen. The entire disagree. act of how each other, each partner gets off, is through an act of friction and resistance. Just the physical, physiological act of it. And now some people are like, why can't you describe it as like a dance or something? It's like it's. But you know, there's friction in queer sex as well. Fine. Okay. Fine. <laughs> so I'm just all talking sex about getting is rape. Off. Yeah. All sex is rape. Uh, listen, I don't want to get cornered into this right now. Okay. Enough with you and your gotcha journalism. <laughs> All right. Define woke. <laughs> Define <laughs> woke. <laughs> N word, G word, R word. <laughs> she started twitching. Kramer. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I like that full Kramer is like we a should. thing. <laughs> it should be. It's one of my favorite stand up comedy moments. Um, yeah. Okay. Well, fuck you, bitch. I thought what? you were going to be like, girl, girl. Okay. I'm not gonna normal. Look, a true crime. Look, it's it's not okay, but at the same time, it's okay because it is kind of natural, yes. right? Like we can't deny things that are negative and dark and t- and and. And we have to look horrid. out for that shit. The, uh, I'm course, in comedy. There's a book. Do you know how many fucking sociopaths oh, do dude, comedy? I mean, it's like mostly. There's a couple straight up like clinical narcissists yes! I can definitely yes! think of. And I and the only reason I think I've stayed away from some of them, I've still gotten in the way of some of them, but and you know, phew, mm. but like I think I notice things that I'm like I watched 12 hours of interviews with murderers. Well, have you heard and of this he's book? He's saying the si- which which book? The Gift of Fear? Yeah. Okay, I have never read it, but okay. you're already o- over it. Yeah, it's 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 uh it's good but problematic. But he is right. There is this instinctual blah blah blah. Um, but I think there was like some some problematic blah 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 in that. There too always as well. is. There always days. is. There always is. There What's always. next, Sharia? The Bible? Yes. Huh? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Speaking of violent pornography and true crime, you just said a word, bitch. You what? just. Speaking of violent pornography, true crime, yeah. the Bible is the fucking nuts. Except and it's not true. <laughs> oh, we're Just coming kidding. for we're coming for Jesus. It probably is half true. It's probably um, like some true. Some true. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah. All no. the parts where they're smacking hoes is definitely true. So, uh, do you think it's do you think it's wrong? I don't think I don't agree with your titillation theory. I also think women uh, want to be on guard about murderers and, and, and killings and things like that. Yeah, but okay, then why is the, why just keep watching, you know? The non-stop watching. Why is it gotta be, if you might like this, you'll also like molested by someone I trust or whatever. Do you, have you ever watched I Survived? Yes, I fucking love yeah. I Survived. I, I feel like I, I brought that show to a whole a bunch of people. Thank you. I was a pioneer of Thank I Survive. Thank you. I love I Survive. I used to watch it when it was on regular TV. Yes. You okay, know? People are getting their arms cut off. And, yes. And after a while, they dispensed with all the like, oh, we got caught in a bad storm on the high seas. And then it was just all sexual assault and murder. Sexual because assault and murder. It would be like a off. dude that was like, I decided to do something fucking insane. Yeah, exactly. And then there were consequences. <laughs> the biggest threat to a woman, a man. The biggest threat to a man, himself. His, his own stupidity. And like, <laughs> it's just like. I decided to float on a child's tent on the high sea. Literally. And then <laughs> some shit happened. And then there's a woman who's like, I was and walking. wouldn't you believe? Sharks came after me. Like, and it's just like a woman who's like, I went to the store. <laughs> like I woke up a woman yeah. and that yeah. was it. <laughs> like, I woke up a woman <laughs> and then, then that was so, the end of that. Horrid. Sam, where are we on time? Uh, 
Should we get into our new segment? We're getting into our new segment. I mean, do you have any last words on true crime? Yes. Sorry. Um, so first, let me just say, you, you might be right. I, I am I am ingesting okay. a lot of darkness. I am. I, you, you might be right. It mm-hmm. is true. I do. I do consume too much true crime. On the other hand, I think the rest of you need to be consuming more true crime. And I think it just Well, some people are feeling too safe out in the world there. I think some of y'all are Well, listen, I feel like I've done my duty as a male ally by ingesting so much true crime. Mm -hmm. How? I don't know. Let's just go. Yeah, no, I don't know about that one. About that one, but you, but I do think men, sh- more men, should consume uh, these more granular stories of true crime because a lot of the times, like we just had, uh, what's his face? We had uh, Jonathan Majors. We just oh, had right. the Jonathan Majors thing happen, and I'm sorry, I learned a lot about domestic violence and the cycle of abuse and all these things from true crime stories, right? Yeah. That are usually a lot of them are just domestic violence situations that went to their yeah, yeah, yeah. worst <laughs> conclusion, right? And a lot of men still don't understand those things because it's hard to understand. Okay, well, you know what? Here's an interesting observation I'll make about my own relationship to it, right? Mm -hmm. Is I think one of the reasons I did get into true crime is I grew up in an era. Mm -hmm. Well, I was very close with my mom. I was attached to my mom. I was obsessed with my mom. I loved my mom growing up. I was such a mama's boy. And I would go with her everywhere. And my mom was a really beautiful woman. And we, we were in an era of... Uh, but serial killers, yep. the Night Stalker, this, that, the other wow. thing, you know, yeah. all that shit, right? And so I used to hear stuff on the radio, and I'm like, I don't understand this. Why are why are men doing this? Why are people doing this? But then I remember I would go out in public with my mom in certain places, and I would see like sometimes I would see men like kind of leering at her, you know, and I, and my mom would get very scared too. My mom was a scaredy cat, and my mom had told me about a story once where she was home with me alone. And some guy who was trying to, like, sell vacuums or something came by. And when she was like, no, no, not now, he tried to, like, force his way in the door. And she managed to close it on him. And I think those things imprinted themselves on me. Uh And so I felt compelled to explore all that, right? Mm -hmm. Because there's a really dark, and it is titillating as well, right? Because, listen, it is combined. Listen, you can't. You can't separate it, right? There is a titillating thing to it, and you have to explore it. I was scared of this then, and thus you dive into the fear, and you have to try and understand it better, mm-hmm. right? And then it becomes weirdly titillating. It's an exhilarating thing to watch, and that's why people watch true crime. You're, I think you're sanitizing it by being like, people are learning lessons from it. That could be part of it. That's most it, of it. But I think, uh, I think the, the bigger part of it is that it is satisfying something very deep and dark in human beings. And it's the same reason I play violent video. I don't consume true crime like that to that at this yeah. point, right? There was yeah. a time when I did. Yeah. But like I play violent video games. It's because I'm violent at my core. Okay. Like most men are. Anybody who says video games don't cause violence or that's bullshit. Okay. Hey, yeah, that's that's like being like, yeah, yeah, I watch porn, but I don't like pussy. No. <laughs> I don't know. God, that's where I draw the line. Is so you mm. agree with Tipper Gore is what ultimately you're no, saying. Don't even is that at the end of the day, you and Tipper Gore are basically the same person? No, I'm not. Because I think people do need to consume these things because yeah. that is the way you actually find a healthy outlet. Okay. Right? That's also the way that's so the you, way through. Do you think I'm, I'm identifying with the murderers or identifying with the murdered and that is the... I, may be, I don't know. I'm not here to psychoanalyze you, right? But I will say that like maybe it's both. <laughs> Maybe it's maybe both. it's both. Maybe it's both. Right, I, and maybe I, that's maybe there's the, it being being so immersed in the narrative. Yeah, I don't know. No, no. I I think you might not. I think you might be a little bit more right than I want to admit. I think you might be a not little not all right. a safety manual. Yes, you yes. know. And I also because I I because the lessons are learned. I listen to a lot of like female hip hop, and I I get like that's how I get my. Uh, my violence like out, you know what I mean? And I can. Oh, no, I'm no, just no, kidding. No, Sorry. No. <laughs> I don't even know. You give me your boy. Um. Uh, uh. No. No. Not her. Um. But like, and I think that's like my like aggression and my like you know like bombastic uh, confidence. Blah blah blah. That's how I get that out. Right. Yeah. Is through that. So th- and I can admit that freely. Whereas I do think there must be, because I definitely have a violent streak. There's definitely violence within me. I, I, I know that. Okay. 
Hi, bitch. Have I, have I live with you, home? Listen, you wear a Bane mask around New York City, okay? <laughs> That's my Enfo mask, and it's garbage. It's, like, broken. And I bought Every 200 I that, replacement I'm like, she's filters. Serving I, okay, she's <laughs> accessorizing right now. I'm like, yeah, yeah, safety, anxiety, et cetera, but she knows it looks kind of cool, too. <laughs> it also helps with uh, not smudging my makeup as much. Okay, there there you go. See? The real reason why. But don't get one. Don't get an Envo mask. They suck. There needs to be a better way. Um, No. Yeah, there's a... I, there's a I've never gotten violent with you, bitch. Like, but have you ever Not seen too. me get violent? Have you seen me get violent? Uh, no, no. But I feel like if I could imagine Sharia... 15-year-old teenager in Brooklyn. Oh, yeah. I, I feel like maybe you were running the streets. Teenager in Brooklyn? I was a teenager in Natick, Massachusetts. Oh. At a boarding school being called the N-word, like, every day. And uh, the only r- way it stopped is I had to yoke this little nigga up by his fucking... And he was like, you got the wall. An and I And I was like, if you ever call me a fucking nigga again... And then I got in trouble. But he never That's did so it again. Typical. It's a Massachusetts boarding school. Mm. They were like, That's free speech. You have no right to, yeah. They were the worst. Oh, we should get into it. We should get into that sometime. That That's a topic. The dynamic I despise most in this world is when bullies bully and then they get bullied back and play the victim. Yep. And that's the story of my life in many ways. I think know? that's, as a person of color, I think that's the story yeah. of a lot I mean, of people. like, a life. lot of times I've gotten in trouble. I'm like, these motherfuckers. Did it first. Didn't want to leave, leave a uh, little brown N-word alone. Yep. You know? That's right. Like, they didn't want to just leave me alone. And since y'all don't want to step in, a lot of times, uh, like, especially for, like, children of color, especially black children, the adults will not step in. Yeah. So you have to handle it yourself. And now you're the scary That's exactly scholarship right. I girl had from no bed pro- I had no protection growing up. Yep. People, you know what I mean? So I used to, yeah, and that's actually how I ended up becoming funny was because I would just fucking read them or, yeah. like, fucking just tear them to ribbons with my with my... My savage wit. Yes. <clears throat> yes. You, you know what? Deep down, you're a drag queen. And I like that. Oh, God. And I like that about you. Mom, that's not true. If you are listening to this and you haven't been deterred already by the fact that. Hi, Kunkumanti. Wow. Like, Who the she fuck knows. is this bitch? Yeah, she's like, <laughs> How does she know I'm Kunkumanti? Who is she talking to right now? <laughs> Don't let her come up in my house with her shoes New on. Clip. New clip. New clip. She's getting called Hi, Kunkumanti. Um, um, okay. Let's get into our, our new segment right yes, now yes. Um, and guys by the way sound off in the comments and hit us up in the DMs and email us if anything you thought was problematic and you think that requires correction or you just want to talk or you're interested sure um, yes don't be coming up in my shit being mad disrespectful though because well, I will read you only do it in the comment section don't get in the fucking DMs okay, fine, okay? Yeah. you can do it in the comment section <laughs> don't get in the DMs with your bullshit okay <laughs> Been arguing with me. Yeah, don't okay. fucking uh, you know get out of pocket. Also, by the way, we are launching a Patreon soon, and Patreon people will be invited to our Discord channel where we'll be able to continue the conversation there. Stay tuned for more on that. Anyway, let's get into our new segment. Okay, uh, can I announce it? Yes, it's called Problematic Faves. Yeah, Sharia, do you want to describe it? Uh, Your idea, and we, I think it's amazing. We, oh, thank you, Opa. You're amazing. Um, we we. We we pick I do. you're my problematic fave. <laughs> <I know. laughs> Thank you. We choose I like so. we choose you refined it. We choose like a topic, a joke, a person, a movie, a lyric, a blah 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 blah. Any cultural thing. Any really. cultural thing that we love but requires some uh deconstruction from a woke perspective. That's right. We're gonna still say woke. It's a, it's problematic and yet we love it. Yes. You know? Uh mine is, uh, and this is everybody's favorite. I mean, he's an amazing comedian. I, he's one of my favorite comedians. He's most straight male's favorite comedian. Yes. Uh, rest in peace. Big time rest in peace. Patrice O'Neal. Yeah. Um, and this is this is a bit called I'm Racist, but, and we're going to play it for people here now. We can stop it at any time. You ready? Okay, I'm ready. And Sam, we're going to be able to see this on screen, right? Cool. And begin. from there like your parents and grandparents but you can't be from India and Ibu Dabu from Ibu Dabu ID you know what the fuck I know I'm American 
American. I, I gotta be more American than you, because I don't go evil devil. Evil devil, evil devil, I think. Man, I know my voice proves I'm American. Like, I need another, I need an American voice to ask me for my shit. But you can't get rid of the double day dudes because they're amazing. Like, who else will work at a 24-hour Brooklyn gas station with no bulletproof vest and no gun? <laughs> and curse niggas out if they don't have less than a 50. I out this country who else is going to work without mexicans and who else is going to work who else would drive a bicycle on the highway who else would ride a bicycle on the highway against traffic to deliver you a panini sandwich <laughs> No. Who else is gonna uh, kick in your hotel door to make your bed besides a little Mexican woman who has an ethic? She has to make your bed. I have to. I have I have to make and look and she knocks and she fucking punches the door and she scares the shit out, she kicks the fucking door and the chain is on. Hello, hello, and you're like, miss, the chain is on I'm alive, the chain's on the door. You don't have man. Okay, I mean, I think that's generally. <laughs> okay, this is one of my favorite bits, the just period. Um, okay. <laughs> late great Patrice O'Neill. Oh my God. Ibel Dabble, Ibel Dabble. Whenever I make fun of an Indian accent myself as an Indian on stage, I say Ibel Dabble. <laughs> I do, it's something that I've taken from him. Like, I, if I go on stage at New York Comedy Club and they don't understand my name, I'm like, what did you guys hear? Ibel Dabble! I will always say it. This is an amazing, incredible bit. It is me. a good bit. It is a good bit, but it is also whoo, what really problematic and possibly harmful. How do you think it's harmful? Okay, I'm gonna get so much shit for this, but I mean, it is. It is potentially harmful. Like okay. the bit itself may not be the cause of harm, mm -hmm. but people will use jokes like this to justify harm, right? Yeah. Like, uh, like even his bit about, like, who else are you going to get to do this, this, this shitty job? You, we've heard that used as a, as a pro-immigrant stance in earnest uh, from Kelly. What's her name? No, listen, you're right. This is, he's, he's, in a sense, he's like a poet of neoliberalism. You know what I mean? <laughs> because he's, like, he's describing an issue all in one where he's like, God, I really hate having to see these Indian motherfuckers yeah. at TSA. And you know what? Listen, there is something very counterintuitive and bizarre where it's like, oh, who's going to be the front line of defense at the country is the Ibbledabble people, right? It's like, that's our first line of defense against a terrorist? Really? Like, I mean, really. But then he's bringing up a point. He's turned, here's why I like it, and here's yes. why it is, it is my problematic fave, okay. is that it turns the lens back on us okay. and the things that, the jobs that we are willing or not willing to do as Americans and that we have basically uh, embraced neoliberalism, right? Embraced an open borders policy only insofar as it's going to serve our needs. I ironic that he goes from closing borders, using Indians to close borders, to open border Mexicans driving down the highway on yes. a bike yes. to <laughs> deliver a panini. Yes. Okay, that... I mean, is incredible. It is so goddamn funny. I mean, it is. Because it's, <laughs> it's a well-crafted joke, and it was genuinely funny. And it is genuinely funny. I, 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 think, I can't say enough good things about this bit. Um, 
And I think it's ultimately it's very critical of us as as a neoliberal society. He's he's working with what we are, not working with what we're supposed to have. Yes. And I think that with that's always going to be the place where the truest and deepest critique is going to come from. It's never going to be coming from outside and pointing fingers. Yes. It's going to be coming from the perspective of, hey, I'm a consumer here. Yeah. And now look at me and look at my shittiness. Yes. I need the person who's going to insist on making my bed. I need the person who's going to risk their life on the highway to make me the panini, to bring me a panini, you know? But I, I, wor- I worry that, like, it's not, it doesn't really critique that. It's, it's more like, it's more like, hey, we got to have an underclass to, to, to consume the way, and it's not questioning, should we be consuming that way? Should we be valuing people based on these kinds of, and I know. My, my contention is that, you're right, he's not explicitly criticizing it, but for me, the critique is embedded in the statement itself. But you know, this is this is you know that's my subject. That's, that's really I, my I, subjectivity I, I, there. I feel you, and I think maybe there's a chance that that's true. But I think there's a greater chance that the people who are Patrice O'Neill fans are probably well. Not listen, gonna not see everyone's going to be smart about. But for me, the the what's funny about uh, um, an immigrant. A Mexican or whoever riding a bike on a highway, risking their lives to deliver a panini. Who the fuck is getting that panini? It's some bloated ass American like us. You know what I mean? Yes. Who's got their dick or their clit in one hand and like a video game controller or a true crime remote uh, in the other. Yes. Waiting for a panini stoned, something like that. Yes. And that to me is why. But you know, you're right. There's a logical leap that I am taking there. There's yeah. an imaginative leap yeah. that I'm taking there. Having said that, that is my problematic phase. It's for a the great week. one. This was a fantastic one. And I, okay, so I know we're gonna get shit. And like, like, why are you dissecting a joke? You're not supposed to do that. It's it fun to it dissect back. jokes. Fuck you. Yeah, it's fun. I'm to an edge lordy comedian, so fuck you, motherfuckers. And Nobody's I'm, gonna be darker than me. I know that. I'm pretty edge lordy myself in my own in way. Your own way. In yeah. my own way. Like I, I'm the comedian that seeks to make the people uncomfortable that Well, are, you talk about aborted fetuses yes. going to hell to hang out with Ronald yes, Reagan. I make, so. I make the, the all the comedians who are like, <laughs> I make those people uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> Although it's like, oh, you can't say anything on stage now. I say things on stage that make them want to censor me. That's true. <laughs> it's true. So, it's true. Yeah. No, you do prove, that's what I like about you as a comedian, though, is that is that you are, quote, woke, but you also have a really dark sense of humor. You know what I mean? And you're not afraid to make people wince. Yes. And that's, to me, that's good. Yes. I like that, you I know? I love you, Opa. Yeah, I love you, too. Kanye. Um, are we ready to sign out here? Yeah, I, I could, I could so. just keep going and going and going, but we have a, we have a guest coming yep. up. This has been the Semi-Woke Podcast, guys. We love you. Thank you so much for coming. Don't forget to subscribe to us on every channel. We're on YouTube and everywhere you get podcasts. That includes Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and a bunch of others. Go to the link tree in our Instagram bios. Follow me on Instagram at Pranahaha. Follow Sharia at Sharia Mattis Comedy. Follow Sam at Sam, Lichten- Sam Lichtenstein, the movie. Yeah. Yes. Uh-huh. Um, and follow, follow semi-woke pod, semi-woke-pod. Yes, on to follow us on TikTok, follow us on everything. And also leave reviews. Leave us reviews, good reviews. Give us, rate us five stars. Do not, we're not trying to hear your blah, blah, blah. Just give us good reviews. And if it's good and it's funny, we might read it on the That's true. The yeah, pod. we will That's read good and funny DMs good. and comment yeah. sections. And comments. Pop off in the comment sections. Yes. Anyway, um... Love you, Sharia. I love you, fuck. Yeah, love okay. You. And I love all of you guys too. Stay semi-woke. Stay semi-woke.